This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 267, Tournament 5 Announcement and Asynchronous Twilight Imperium. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Tournament five, Matthew. Tournament oh my five. God. Our fifth. We just got done with the fourth one. We've made the joke yeah. where we say that the last tournament just ended and yeah. the new tournament's about to start. We've made that joke for years now. Yeah. That joke is old. Yeah. It's weird to even say that because. But it's literally true. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've probably made that joke every year. You don't need to make a super cut of it. Yeah. I believe it. I believe <laughs> that we are hacks that just kind of say the same stuff every year. Like we're weird clockwork robots. Yeah. Um, tournament five is happening obviously yep. why would it not happen we are super excited about it um and before we get into today's episode subject which is async twilight imperium uh we gotta talk business because yeah. we're back i mean yeah. it's we're we're literally at the beginning of another yep. tournament journey huge arc um, thing we um, need to somehow make there be more time in a year <laughs> Can Matt. we add a month? Can there just be one more? Can there be an extra month? Yeah. It was nice not thinking about this yeah. Yeah. for a second. For one one or two months. We basically had yeah. August and September off, but here we yeah. are. Time to go. The first and most important thing up at the top, the thing you need to share with your friends, the thing that always plagues me that we don't have like a way, we don't have like a way to get this news out besides this podcast, it's generally speaking. Like I can tweet about it, but people always come in asking like, how do I sign up for the tournament? What do I need to do? This, uh, I explain it here on this podcast. I don't know how else I'm supposed to explain it. I guess someone who's good at marketing should come talk to me and make me better at this. But right. to sign up for tournament five, now is your window to become a member of the Space Cats Peace Turtles Patreon. That is during the month of October or during the month of November. If you sign up at the Galactic Counselor, the $5 level, that is your ticket to receiving an invite to the Patreon-only tournament. Our tournament is not a... uh, Everyone just uh, signs up for the tournament. It's a everyone who is a patron has access to the tournament. If you if you want right. to be a part of it, it is a gift to our patron subscribers. And we just sort of isolated into this two month period. So the way it works is you sign up today or November 1st or 2nd or 30th. <laughs> November 30th would still count. Uh, if you are an active member during either of these two months, then... In the first week of December, I can pull up the list of every patron during October and November, and I have your email address because you used it in Patreon. I send an email to every single one of those people saying, hey, do you want to sign up for the tournament? Here's a link. Here's a little form. You fill that out, and then after filling out that form, you are in the tournament. So that's the two steps. First step Become a member of the Patreon during October or November. Second step, look for the email. And as we get closer to that date, I will have like an exact time of when you get that because it will be first come, first serve in terms of 
uh, people getting what we call a buy around. Uh, I do not suspect we will have whatever the number is, a thousand. 26 however many people uh, we need for a full three round tournament uh so we do a buy around some people just get straight through to the prelims and that is based off of first come first serve which means it's always kind of nuts and i know it's weird it's just the best method we have we we it's the only way we can do it (laughs) i want to talk about this so we we thought about changing that system the problem is what we were running into whenever it came to formulating alternative systems is there are some very specific Patreon terms of service yes. stuff that we would kind of be violating with most of the ideas that we came up with as far as alternative systems. Right. Yeah. So I think I think for another year it's got to be first come first serve. What we need yeah. is like a whole tournament structure system yeah. of like people that help and that accounts make this for happen. all of this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like Instead using of Patreon <laughs> freaking it's out sort of, of a computer. way it's not designed to be used. You know what I mean? Like but for now, this is how it works. So there will be don't worry, we will we will tell you specifically the sign up date. Yep. So right now all you need to do is be a patron for October or November. If as long as your name is on that list, then you will get the email saying, hey, uh, on this particular date in December, will likely be in December, uh, at this particular time, you will get to sign up. Yep. And then, you know, the faster you sign up, the the more likely that you are to get yeah. the buy into the prelims here's, instead of having to go through the qualifiers. Here's my promise this year, because, it, because I've been burned every single year before because the problem that happens with telling people you have to sign you have to fill out the form as fast as humanly possible nobody reads the form and so then everyone fills it out wrong so i am probably going to release like a dummy form uh where everyone can read over everything and prepare their entries of what exactly needs to be put into the form because i there's just a lack of clarity that always happens but then i'm constantly following up with people all tournament long of like hey this information doesn't line up it doesn't make any sense or whatever or or the even better one is there's a bunch of check boxes people have to agree to certain terms to play in our tournament and then they have no idea what they've agreed to or signed up for <laughs> And, right. Uh, that's fun. That's not how you should fill out any paperwork ever. But we've incentivized it by saying fill it out as fast as possible. That's not fair on our end. So I promise you a version, a, a beta version of the form that will be exactly it, but not the form you actually sign up with. There will be a version of it that is out there for people to read and double check if you're trying to get into that buy around. Yeah. Um, so super exciting. Um, again, we our current system is set up to be sustainable up until 1,024 player count-wise. If we get more than that many players, you will shatter the system, and we will have to... It will basically be an emergency over here. (laughs) We'll have to figure out how to fix that. So I'm not saying that because I want there to be more than that many players. Last year, we got 616 or something like that. Right. The total uh, number is... 1,296. So we're not uh, even halfway there, yeah, right? So I, we're not we're even safe. halfway there. We're safe. I don't know that we'll ever get to 1,296. I say that. That's just so that I can later be like, wow, we had no idea. That'll be fun. Someday. I'm just saying this, all right? I just want to put this out there that I know how many people listen to the show approximately. And I know that there's enough enough of you to break our system yeah so why not break it yeah. i say <laughs> why not 
ruining our lives <laughs> once again. Like, just come on down and for some reason double the amount of participants, or I guess more than double the amount of participants yeah. for Tournament 5 yeah. from Tournament 4. Obviously, you don't have to do that, but if you do do that, that will mean a lot um, to us uh, in that it we won't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love it because there was actually at Gen Con this year, they had a really crazy structure because they, they just accounted for a, a two-round tournament or whatever, a 216-person tournament. Live, that's crazy, right? 216 people at a live event for a tournament of Twilight Imperium is kind of insane. So nobody ex yeah. actually expected them to hit that, and that's fine. But what they had to do is then adapt to, like, okay, the first round is a bunch of four-player games, and round two is a bunch of eight-player games. It, was, yeah. like, it yeah. was, like, really nuts. But... And, and I think some of us there in the moment were like, well, this is kind of crazy. I've come back around. I'm like, that's genius. That's the way to do it. TI is, we, we play competitive TI, six-player level, but that's like, in my new mindset is I reserve, if it's going to get crazy, if you're going to break the system, then semifinals and finals are six-player, hard-to-beat TI. Qualifiers and prelims and whatever comes before the qualifiers now, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's the Wild West. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, rules, and let's talk about broadcasting. Um, so, as far as rules go, we don't anticipate changing anything. Yeah. Um, as of this moment, we reserve the right to, to change our minds, um, but we haven't, like, we kind of like the system we got, too, yeah. with Tournament 4. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a multi-draft where me and Matt have built the slices for yep. you. Right. Um. And then the faction pool thing, uh, that will probably still happen in the semifinals. Uh, I don't, Matt, what did you think about, because we had like a million pools yeah. for the prelims and qualifiers. I, Do we anticipate doing that again? I think we will change up how we decide factions this year. I don't know what it'll be, but I, I have some qualms with how things ended up after yeah. qualifiers and prelims. And if anything, too, the thing is, I always just, I like every tournament to have a, a slightly different flavor, right? A little different yeah. approach. Something. I think multi-draft is, like, accepted as, like, a really balanced way to make certain things happen. Uh, yeah. and, and it gives Hunter and I still the freedom to get to, like, name slices and have fun with it. Uh, but we don't want this year to be an exact replica of last year, right? Because that's just not fun for any of us, right? right? The point is to sort of establish a few new metas, try to get some other factions maybe up in the running of things that are worth picking or whatever. And Codex has changed that too, but um, yeah, I, I think that you can expect some light changes, and we will talk about that probably more soon. Um, to be honest, last year the Invitational was sort of a testing ground for that, and that will probably be the case this year is Absolutely. we'll talk about invitational in a minute but like we'll probably try some wacky stuff in the invitational and see what sticks for the for the proper tournament yeah uh, matt so for example one question i have for you that i'm realizing we never me and you never privately landed on an answer to this question <laughs> is uh calaris question mark <laughs> I think we have to. I think we have to this year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, so, I mean, we've get we've been given a bunch of answers from Dane. The the issues with Calaris last year were that it's new and there's like twenty outstanding game breaking questions that haven't been sorted out. Those, for the most part, have been sorted out now. So I think we have a tight. We the the bigger thing will be exactly how does our draft implement the three variants of Calaris. But I also think we will have a a simple answer to that as well. Yeah, um, I'm excited about uh about seeing that, and you'll probably you'll. Again, the Invitational will be um, the sort of beta test for Tournament 5's rules. But yeah. what I was saying before, I think, still stands, which is as far as time limit is concerned, yep. as far as the way that the games are run, they, there will be no moderators. 
Uh, you will have eight hours to play your game at the qualifier and preliminary level. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, you know, once we get to the semifinals, we just let you ruin your, your own life and our <laughs> lives as well. Um, we just yeah. let you ruin all of it because um, everything's on the line, you uh -huh, know? Uh -huh. There's so, so much at stake here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, again, as with previous years, and, and we can kind of outline it, it's a tiebreaker scenario after eight hours. At the eight-hour mark, you finish the round that you are in, including the agenda phase, and then at the end of that agenda phase, the game ends, and if no one is at 10 points, anybody tied for the highest victory point total does a goofy tiebreaker where we reveal stage ones and then secrets and then stage twos to see who might uh, be able to score a lone objective by themselves. Uh, we, we can detail that more in the future. Um, we're about to talk about broadcasting, too, and sort of the bridge between us talking about like how these games will be streamed is a big question mark that I think the community has, which is with regards to uh tabletop playground being kind of a new entry on the scene and how the tournament is going to handle itself between the two things uh i believe our place that we've fallen on this is for the qualifiers and prelims there's going to be a very open feeling to those two rounds last year it was just the qualifiers were incredibly open we're sort of bringing the prelims into that style because they just take an astronomical amount of time and effort uh, right. otherwise so we're trying to scale that back a little bit um, and within that open mindset is there's going to be a certain amount of depending on what your group wants to play you can use tabletop simulator or tabletop playground but what you should expect is this by the semifinals and the finals it's tabletop playground so if you intend to advance we will be streaming the semifinals and the finals on tabletop playground but right to try to corral 800 people into all right away getting tabletop playground it's still relatively new that's a tough call to make down the line right. maybe that's something we do when tabletop playground has like an official release but technically tabletop playground is still an early access game so because that's still such an up in the air thing we are going to kind of leave the options open in terms of what you play on yeah so prelims and qualifiers you don't really have to worry about which of the two platforms that you are going to utilize. Um, but yeah, we, as of, as of right now, I mean, we reserve, we, we reserve our, our right to do, you know, whatever, depending on how, and for all we know, there's going to be like a, a new, a new platform that will right. arise that will right. be even better and even faster or something. But once the semifinals come along, we're going to be like, all right, this is the platform that we're doing all of these on. Right. Um, so it does kind of behoove you to be familiar. Right. If you plan on doing well, it does behoove you to be familiar with tabletop playground. Yep. Um, and they are, you know, they are slightly different. Um, Tabletop Playground has a lot of uh, very interesting scripting in it. Um, yeah. UI-wise, it's it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah, so then to merge that into further conversations about how these games will be broadcast, uh, the idea for this year is to get through these prelims much faster than we previously yes. have. There are multiple issues that happen because of how long the prelims take. Trying to do, like, three games a weekend for 12 weeks is not only grueling, but it also takes 12 weeks, which then pushes the semifinals and the finals into the deep summer. And here's the thing about summer, folks. People go on vacation. <laughs> they they yeah. do they do stuff with their lives. Scheduling becomes noticeably more difficult starting right. in May. It is right. so much more difficult to get anyone together. So if we could get these games done fast enough, we could actually be scheduling semifinals and finals in, in a much earlier month. So the idea that we proved last year is the qualifiers were 80 games. 
And those happened in five weeks. Five weekends, we finished 80 games. And it could be even more. Like, we could go even faster. So we don't have an exact schedule yet and this is the the tournament is always flexible in this sense because we've all tried to organize games of ti you know that you have to be a little bit flexible with planning uh the qualifiers we will try to finish within five or six weeks right is is sort of the goal the metric to try to hit then when the prelims start immediately after the qualifiers we will try to squeeze those into a couple weeks a few weeks of getting everybody into these prelims games i I would call it maybe another four or five weeks trying to make all of those happen And with those two things set in stone, obviously, every single game won't be streamed by Space Cats, Peace Turtles on the Space Mm -hmm. Cats, Peace Turtles Twitch channel. Uh, We are continuing to open it up to people that want to stream games. If you want to get on it, it was a Herculean effort last year that every single game got streamed by just a community of people that wanted to try out streaming. We basically give an open invite to anybody who wants to. There's a channel that will get made on the Discord. And if you want to give it a go... For the most part, that's going to be open and available to you, and there's going to be a community of people there to teach you how to stream. We we have so many people now involved, and there I, I expect even more going into this year, and there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of games to do that with. So the qualifiers I would expect to be very open because there might be situations where on a Saturday, there's no joke like 10 games happening at once. Right. <laughs> so right. to that end, we will want lots of people there, even if it's just someone who's like left their desktop on and it's just running. A lot of people just want these games cataloged and you know that that will be open but the prelims will have a similar feeling to them of being quite open with who's allowed to them we might be a little bit more uh involved hunter and i directly whereas the qualifiers it's like i don't know man there's a million things happening at once everybody do what everybody can do the prelims will be a little bit more thumb on the scale from hunter and i and then by the semis we'll be streaming every game on space cats peace turtles also i'll put it this way the the reason that the prelims is going to be done this way is that this year we did we streamed every prelims game um and we kept we had all of them uploaded to youtube um which is good and i love that yes. that people are able to like watch the whole story from the prelims on obviously you don't really get the qualifiers but um those all those games are in various places you can find them yeah there's playlists um, can, i mean we have a playlist saved on our thing you can go watch every qualifier game they're not all from us right with the with right. like our uh our overlays in our style of things but like we try to give everybody as many resources as we could you can go watch every single game of the tournament absolutely the cost i would say <laughs> yeah. of us streaming every prelim game and uploading them all to youtube is that we struggle to have time to do the show yeah which is the primary the reason we do the tournament is like the show came first you know right. what i mean as right. a chicken and egg thing <laughs> the show is the chicken yeah okay and the the egg is the tournament, and honestly, the egg has been bossing around the chicken for like half of the year. <laughs> um, and the thing is, if if Twilight Imperium is a game that me and Matt are going to talk about every single week, um, and and rem- like like we're going to maintain a level of involvement with just the game itself, yeah, then having half of each year be dedicated to like an administrative role over all of these games i think it hurts the show right and it makes the show harder to execute and i don't think that that is a great priority for us right um i think to this last year there were so many people that we 
um, that we saw that were interested in streaming and interested in commentary and were providing this. There's, it's like if you like Twilight Imperium commentary, it used to be yet you had to put up with you know me and Matt and Root and EJ and those were your options. Right. And now there's so many different people that yeah. stream. I don't even know all of them. Right. You know what I mean? There are right. streamers out there that I've never even seen that stream this game now, and that's fantastic. Mostly because people don't really like the way we do it, anyways. <laughs> um, which is so it's great that there's other people doing it because people don't like uh, the way we do. That's it. the best so part of my great. YouTube comments is now I can just be like, oh, you didn't like this. Go watch Big Al or Stads or so whoever should, else. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Just go elsewhere. Just, just, just choose somebody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a lot of alone. Pepsi. There's a lot of Pepsi to our Coke out there. So just please, please drink Pepsi if you like Pepsi. It's fine. Um, I didn't. We didn't get into this. You know, we didn't start this show because we were like, we definitely want to be sports commentators. Yeah, That's right. Not, you know, none of us have have the talent for that. Now that all being said. Uh, are we going to stream uh, a game here and there? Absolutely. But I also will want to... I, I like Twilight Imperium, yeah. <laughs> and I want to continue playing it. Yeah. I, I don't want to give it up for a year right. or for uh, half a year to watch other people play it and then struggle yes. to make time to play it myself on right. top of all the other stuff I do. I, I want to I be able to play Twilight Imperium, produce this show, right. and maybe... Maybe do a little more right. with the show that we might talk about in a little bit. I will say, too, um, like Hunter just said, he really likes Twilight Imperium. I hate playing Twilight Imperium. Right. I intend to to still stream plenty of games because that's the best way for me to see high-level play because Lord knows I'm incapable of the high-level play required to write guides for this. But if I can watch other people do it, then, hey, great. So, you know, I, I want to be involved in the qualifiers and prelims, uh, but, like, one of us needs to be playing this board game probably for six months out of the year. That, might, that might be a thing we would like to have uh, accomplishable <laughs> it might be good for the show also I, if i'm gonna be the winner of tournament five that I, which mm -hmm. i've said i'm and i'm let's be real i'm definitely gonna be the actual winner i mean i have a show about this <laughs> really obviously i'm really good i'm definitely not gonna get bounced in the prelims right away I'm oh you think not you, you think you get a buy this, you huh? think you get a buy to the prelims even huh that's uh, interesting i think i know i think i know how to get i think i know how to work the system a little bit there <laughs> I think I could get a buy. I don't have to get a buy, okay? We could we could spend some valuable time on this show right now talking about whether I get a buy or not, <laughs> if I've earned a buy. No, sure, I'll come up from the qualifiers. You, that, yeah, that'd be great. I'll just get bounced in qualifier yeah. game number two. No, and then qualifier I can game number 115, more like something, oh, like just sure, something yeah. awful. Yeah, you're right. I'm definitely not going to be hot on the trigger of getting into a qualifier game. Um, <laughs> all right. But yeah, so th so that's my point. I need to train up if I'm going to be the winner of uh, Tournament 5. Uh -huh. Definitely not going to just lose right away. Um, definitely <laughs> will actually win. And the hype that I'm building will not be a detriment to my own strategy in the game. Uh -huh. I definitely am not actually building it up so that my neighbor in my qualifier or prelim game or whatever yeah. can just be like, I'm going to ruin Hunter's game. Right. And even though I won't win, everyone will enjoy this because he said he was going to win the whole tournament. Yeah. And everyone will be like, yay, this is, this is actually quite fun because I, have you heard the dumb things he says on the show? Yeah. And yeah. then I'll lose. And then, but obviously that's not going to happen. Right. I, I right. will just be You're the winner of the whole thing. You're too good to lose. I am too, I'm too good for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just too good. Right. right. Um, let's talk about other things what are we talking sure. about next Matt? so 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 that that is the the most of things to cover for the upcoming tournament but 
expect us to talk about this more as these couple months go by and especially like the date of the email that will go out for signups all that stuff will will sort of solidify as the weeks go on the second thing to talk about though is but up invitational number two we're yep. doing it again folks uh hunter has a bizarre scoring metric uh the secrets of which will be uh will die with him uh, yep. No one gets to know how Hunter decides who makes it into the Invitational, but 36 players will co- be competing in six semifinals games, leading to one Invitational Finals, and that's going to be kicking off in November. Uh, yep. The dates exactly will be pending a little bit, because what we have to do is reach out to all these players, make sure we get all 36 of them on board, and then find times for those games to happen. This is a little bit more specifically scheduled than like your standard tournament game, so like we're trying to get these specific people involved in this, which means I need a little bit of time. But expect those games in November. We intend to be wrapping up the finals of the Invitational before the you know de- first week of December email and all that goes out this the invitational is sort of the hype machine builder plus testing ground for uh patreon tournament shenanigans yeah um and if so special message to any of you that might think that you might be on that list um we're gonna be sending out emails uh quite soon um i'm sorry if you don't make the list it was uh super competitive yeah um i will say that the first year it seemed like the first year that I was compiling all of this data in order to establish the the metrics for the 36 players that get invited to the Invitational, it felt like there was a pretty clean kind of like, okay, well, here's these 36, and by this metric, I yeah. can kind of say like, oh, okay, well, there, then then there's like kind of a, a bit of a gap, and then, and then everyone else. Uh, it did not feel that way this year. Um, <laughs> definitely felt like... There are just so many people yeah. that, by the metrics I've established, are doing well. Yeah, that it's just kind of people doing really, really well, <laughs> and then you you coast by that thirty sixth spot, and oh god, it just keeps going. There's huh? Twenty more There's people. There's just a lot more people <laughs> that have done quite well in this tournament and done consistently well. Uh, I might add, mm-hmm. uh, players that have won and then come back, won again. Yeah. And then come back and yeah. done well. Like you, it just you keeps developed happening. a whole system without revealing it. You developed a whole system that was essentially designed to make it to where Mantis isn't just allowed back into the Invitational. Yeah, right? actually, that that that's funny that you're revealing that part of it. <laughs> but there actually were um, specific rules to the system that were designed to de-emphasize people that have been playing for a really long time. Yeah. Um, like and for then example, Mantis, Mantis just won and made it to the finals again. And then again. Mantis <laughs> made it to the finals of Tournament 4, beating that all of the stuff that I'd done that wasn't specifically to, to kick Mantis out of the tournament, but it did exist with him in mind as far as like, you know, at a certain point, we have to kind of like retire these legacy players that yeah. have been playing for a long time. And then, uh, and then yeah, he just kind of like blew that up. Um, so the... Uh, I will reveal, you know, that the system considers, like, what I would like is for the Invitational to have um, a, a new fresh class yeah. added to it. Right. Um, there will be a lot of old faces, but I also want it there to always be a lot of new faces. Right. And it's designed to try and make that work. Um, and outside of Mantis um, screwing it up by uh, doing uh, a good job in this year's tournament, um, I think it achieves it. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see, you know... 
who all uh, will be available to to participate in the invitational and who all says yes to it. Um, if if you are someone that that thinks that you are probably on the line or, or on the list and you do not get invited, I'm so sorry. It um, the, com- the it is not easy to yeah like figure out. Well, it's still it's still really is. small numbers, right? Like some people have you've only played like five total games at the top of this line, right? At the absolute maximum of this, you've played like six games of TI, <laughs> basically. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, in when we figured out the list for the first invitational, I remember being like, "Oh, well, so and so's not not on it. That that's kind of a bummer because I think they're really good and yeah. and they're not on it." And I felt that way like like a couple about like a handful of right. of people where I was like, "Ah, they're really good and they're not yeah. on the list." I'm I'm scrolling down onto like my kind of list of people, and yeah. it's it just keeps going to the point where it's like. <laughs> I don't I don't know how big the invitational should get someday, yeah. but if it were to actually incorporate everyone that I think is really good at this game, yeah. it would be at least triple the size. Yeah, right, right. That that you, it will you be. You could easily we make an invitational out of the honorable mentions of people who don't make it into the invitational. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's gotten pretty out of control. Um so yeah, um if uh you know, I'll 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 say this. Uh, let's see, um I'll pick a name. Um uh, Luke Duke Lukem, um, expected email. Uh, everyone right. else, it's a question mark. I don't know if you're getting an email. <laughs> I, you know what? And Def Piper. Right. Duke Lukem and Def Piper, check your email. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyone else, it's tentatively, a... check your email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and try not to be too disappointed if yeah, you don't yeah. get one. Well, and remember, I too, uh, as with all tournament stuff, there's basically no prize. So, like, it's just for fun. Come on. We're just having a good time out here playing stuff and doing stuff and playing games of TI for with with more incentive of just, like, uh, bragging rights, right? So so don't, don't get too upset if you're not on the list. Uh, the other thing to talk about with all of this is to say uh, we're sort of – we've talked for a while now, and, and all of this is kind of a um, – a sort of pledge drive for the Space Cats Peace Turtles Patreon. That is sort of how the tournament functions every year. Is It's just a good excuse to get more people involved. A, a, a nice little uh, reward for anybody who wants to be a part of sort of all of the stuff we do here. And uh, like Hunter alluded to earlier, we would like to endeavor for more creative things going forward too. There's a lot of stuff Hunter and I have thought about for many years about doing. And we would love to do those things, but as as we've proven to ourselves, the tournament takes a, a huge amount of time, which is why we're trying to like make that a more fluid process for ourselves. But also, uh, this is all kind of a, a, a desire to to see financial support from you, so that we can uh, pursue these these things, we, these projects we would like to do. And what we would like to do here is uh, something we haven't done as much on the Space Cats Peace Turtles Patreon, which is setting what are called goals, uh, and these are benchmarks we would like the patreon to hit and if we hit that benchmark we unlock something for the community to to have access to um so what we've decided is uh based on just kind of like how we see the tournament grow each year we think uh seeing our patreon hit eight thousand dollars a month is a reasonable goal to set a big project in mind right it's a it's a big number and we would like to reward that big number with a big idea uh, of something we would like to do in the in the coming year. So, Hunter, would you like to talk about kind of this yeah. this idea we have? Let me preface this by giving you a little history lesson about uh, Space Cats Peace Turtles. Um, so, we started the Patreon originally with the idea in mind of making um, 
making some money so that we could pay for a trip to Gen Con. Right. That was the the scale of it. And then when we went to Gen Con, we filmed the um, the tournament at Gen Con mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. Um, wow, it was a long time ago now. Yeah. Um, and I remember, Matt, having a conversation with you in the hotel room, um, like kind of during that weekend. We were very like inspired yeah. by this trip. Um, it was like, oh, we, we know what we want to do with this project. And we had two ideas right. that we were like, these are the two things we need to focus on. The first one was doing a tournament. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We did that. And here we are yeah. doing this tournament. The other idea we never really capitalized on. We sort of did it, um, but not in not to the extent that we talked about it that night, which was we had an idea of starting an additional, essentially an additional podcast right? Um, that would do what Space Cat's Peace Turtles does for Twilight Imperium with other deep strategy board games. Right. Um, and that project, like we, we did a thing where we were like, oh, we're looking for game two. We ended up talking about Dune for a while and then Root for a while. And we still talk about Root sometimes, of course, because it's such a great game. Yep. But overall, we have kind of let that get away from us because, right. and here's why, it makes sense that we let it get away from us because... At the end of the day, this is a show specifically about Twilight Imperium. Yep. And we have accepted that that is like exactly what this show is for. Yep. Um, the idea that we're going to lock you into discussion of some other game that you don't know about or or have never played or don't care about, it seems like, you know, we're like 267 episodes into this project. Right. And like 98% of those episodes are specifically <laughs> on Twilight Imperium. At a certain point, we define the show. You know what I mean? Like the show, what the show is, we figured that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think in going back to that conversation we had, yeah, I think something we could do would be for those people that are part of the audience that would like to hear us do this sort of Frankenstein technique that we've done on Twilight Imperium. For those of you that would be curious to hear us do that with another game, we have a proposition for you. If our Patreon can hit the $8,000 level, and I mean just if it hits it, I'm not right. saying it even has to sustain it. If right. we can get to around that level, what we can do is start investing in new equipment to do a more edited more stylized special kind of bonus season of the show right where instead of interrupting your normal flow of like twilight imperium content we keep that as is right and we continue to deliver that to you but in addition to that we produce uh a a extra season a bonus season of content um this would not be behind a paywall right the it's not like the patrons would get access to this and no one else. This would be a, a, essentially another show that we would be doing, not as a weekly show, because sure. that would be far too much. And also, I think the exciting thing here for me and you, Matt, is if we had to start over right. with everything we know now, how would we do that? Right. That is the that is what I want to do. I want to pretend it's 2017 again, except I have my adult brain and my child body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to time travel inside myself. Yes. Um, we do not we do not know what game we would do. We right. would definitely consult you, the patrons, as far as what game we would 
um, exercise this on. Yeah. Um, and it would be bonus content presented to everyone um, as long as as that goal right. was met. Right. And I and I understand that it is um, a, a lofty goal. It's not. It's not a a tiny goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. It is quite a lot. I would say uh, to ask for. Well, um, but we think that this type of content uh, is something that we would love to do and do it in a, a big way and yes. do it without without taking anything away from you. We're literally right. just trying to create more um, more creative yeah. output for you, the listener, if you're interested in hearing us talk about, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 for me, it's it is also a pathway into other little side projects we can even just test. You know, if we if we hit that goal, not only are we making a specific promise of presenting this season, this bonus season, but we at least have the comfort and the flexibility to try a lot of other things too that I think we both really would like to try. Those things are more open ended. That's more experimental. Those are things we can't promise yet. But what we know we can promise is, you know, a a fine-tuned look at another game that the the lesson we learned from dune and root is it can take a lot of time to properly learn a game right we still like that feedback Mm -hmm. that back and forth is actually quite important to how we learn that game putting ideas out there seeing them smashed and then we reform them and go oh this is kind of actually more in line with strategically what makes sense or whatever but every time that interrupts from twilight imperium it, it feels like the show is like juggling too many things at once it just always kind of felt off to be having such a such a big detraction it's the same thing that happened the first year of the turn the first two years of the tournament we would do whole episodes just overviewing what happened in the tournament that week and we don't do that right. really so much anymore because it's just like it's such a big thing for such a selective audience of our show that we you know a lot of people go ah it's not for me i'm going to tune that one out and and you know we we want you to be excited about every episode so to be able to call these things bonus projects i think makes hunter and i still feel very excited to do them uh but they get to be catered towards the people we know will uh listen to them and be excited for them uh if that makes sense and also like you know as far as this whole goal thing is considered this is this is like something that we want to do um it is you know there have been episodes in the past that i'm sure you can listen to where we've talked about things we would like to do and spitballed about various projects or whatever one thing i've noticed about the the past uh, times that we have pitched you on an idea, listener, um, is that we've pitched you on things that are outside of our current knowledge. We we yeah. we've pitched you at times saying things like, um, "We'll do like some sort of big like YouTube video type project or something something that like me and Matt aren't doing that right. on a weekly basis. Right. We don't know how to do that. Right. What we're pitching you right now." is for us to do exactly the thing <laughs> right. that we spent the last five years learning how to do. Yeah. Um, but like double, mm-hmm. like we do it again at right. the same time while we continue to do it yeah. on Twilight Imperium. Um, so I, I feel like that, that to me means a lot more as a, as a potential project idea than some of the things we've tried. Cause we've tried yeah. to expand uh, the scope of the show into a lot of stuff that you never ended up seeing because it it's hard to while you are like <laughs> yeah learning the thing that you are good at while while you are like working on your main skill yes to develop skills that are completely outside of that exactly i'm more interested in sharpening my sword at this point 
right. as far as like what what we are good at and what how far we can take uh this type of content yeah um i don't care about you know I'm not trying to learn how TikTok works, if that makes any sense to you. I don't want to learn how TikTok works. Yeah. I, I like this. Yeah, I yeah. like I like us sitting here. And there's here. people out there that are great at TikTok that I I'm never gonna I'm never right. gonna get in their wheelhouse. So like I don't I don't see the. I and it's know. just not clear, listener, how Twilight Imperium fits into the TikTok universe. Okay, <laughs> it's not clear. What what we figured out here after five years is that the way it works is we talk into your ear. While you're, you know, driving uh -huh. or taking a shower or sleeping, a lot of the a lot of our um, audience is currently sleeping. Mm -hmm. And and hey, uh, good night. You know, I hope you're, <laughs> I hope hope you're getting some good Z's right now. I hope mm -hmm. I'm not even being. I hope the entire audience is asleep for this part. <laughs> That's what I hope. That's all I wish for you. Yeah. is a good night's rest. Mm -hmm. um, people don't know this, but Space Cats Peace Turtles was always a sleep aid podcast. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, there's our goals. There's invitational in November. There's October and November signups to get an invite in December for the Patreon tournament that will start in January with a very fast qualifying round through January and a little bit into February. Ideally, a very fast prelims through the rest of uh, February. And then like maybe we are into semifinals by like march or april that's why do that's you the thing. say stuff like that i hey but, this is a road i you... see in front of me this is this is a road i'm not kidding look how fast no, no, we no, did no, it last no. year i'm not i matt i just please do not jinx us yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like Knock do not one, just is. immediately get cocky sure. about no, no, no. how fast we can make these things happen yeah you you make my heart skips beats nah, nah, when nah, you nah, say nah. things like that. The the tournament will happen on a relatively good timeline. That's all I'm telling you is it's it's I'm excited for uh, this year's tournament season to not be a thing that Hunter and I just are killed by, uh, and yeah. and it for be something that is just exciting the entire way through, rather than by like june hunter and i are like yeah okay so uh, upcoming we just games, get it done. games number 31 32 and 33 and we're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there please uh yeah uh, i would love you know what i'll the, here's my loose goal i would love for the finals to happen before the summer yes that's all i'm saying that's yep. all i want that's the is goal. if the finals can happen before the summer i'll be a happy camper yep very Absolutely. happy okay well, that was a lot of setting of the stage there uh, to uh, attach onto this episode. But guess what? We still have to do an episode. And right. uh, we're going to go to a quick break. And then it's time to bring you your Galactic Council option that Hunter and I have been working on for like a month. It's time for Asynchronous Twilight Imperium. Welcome back. Good morning. You were enjoying your nap earlier, but it's time to listen to the show again. Hello. Uh, you are asleep. You are awake now. It's time for Asynchronous TI, where you can also go to sleep regularly and wake up and still have Twilight Imperium happening to you. It's all yep. one and the same. Hunter and I, uh, first off, this is your Galactic Council episode. You voted for this, uh, which meant Hunter and I had to go play an async game. Uh, we went on to the asynchronous TI Discord. So let's preface it with all that. What is this? What are we even talking about? There is a Discord server that is very easy. We will have a link to it in the show notes. Uh, but there's a Discord server that is essentially 
an extension of people who were playing play by forum Twilight Imperium on places like Board Game Geek. And there are some light tools that allow for play by forum Twilight Imperium. Uh, but this became, okay, well, can we make that play by Discord, Twilight Imperium? Discord, you know, I can just be constantly chatting rather than like a single message post. How will that adapt for the play by forum setup? And as more and more people joined trying to play by Discord, they started developing bots because Discord has bot implementation. There are now Discord bots that help you run a game of Twilight Imperium via Discord. Uh, and it, it sends you little screenshots of a map as well as like a breakdown of everybody's like trade goods and command. So essentially what would be on your command sheet and, and the objectives and all that is on a, a nice little image display. And you can input commands that update all of that information. And you can play an entire game of Twilight Imperium uh, via Discord. And it takes months. Neither of us are done with our game yet, but it's time nope. to do an episode about it. <laughs> nope. So it takes a lot of time. Uh, but with the right group can still happen at what I would call a decent click, but it's very, I, I, I think we're going to talk today a lot about what getting the right group means for different people, because um, with any sort of play by forum thing, you have to meet it on its terms a little bit more than you would meet a standard game of Twilight Imperium. You have to be willing to put up with some things. And if you aren't willing to put up with those things, then it's not like the right solution for you, right? Obviously, it's the same thing if we if if someone was like, I never, ever, ever have more than two hours to myself. Is Twilight Imperium the right game for me? No. The answer is no, just straight up and down. Nope, you probably are not going to like get super into Twilight Imperium because well, you're not going to have the time to, to do it unless you play in these for, methods now. <laughs> right, right. Except for this. Yeah. This is this is the the, you know, the way for you to participate in Twilight Imperium if, you know, you don't have that chunk of time to right. ever play it. And in that way, I think it's a monumental achievement. Yeah. I mean, it is <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. How good the Discord bot stuff is in the uh, async TI4 Discord. Yeah. I mean, they have done like a marvelous job. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely, if you're curious about playing TI4 this way, uh, get in on that Discord. I assume we're going to have a link in yes. the show description for this episode. Right. Um, join it. Check it out. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. I is it for me? No, <laughs> it's not. Um, but it for, for you, it might be exactly right. the thing that you need. Get into it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I keep calling it a Daryl level achievement because that's just something I think people listeners of this show would be able to know. Like when we talk about Daryl and how big of an impact he had on our ability to play on TTS and TTPG, right? Like what what the Twilight Imperium mod has turned into because of his involvement is huge. This is a Daryl level achievement for play by forum people. Like yeah. the, the amount of stuff that this bot can do makes it such an easier experience to try to attempt to play via forum or via discord. Um, but like Hunter said, it's so I want to talk about two things here. I want to talk about what the tech actually allows for. And then we can talk about like why you might have a stylistic, uh, either why you stylistically would gel with it or why you wouldn't. I, th I think there's like a very specific kind of way you have to be able to play uh, this game. So on the tech side, um, for me and my experience getting into it, it took a bit because the way you interact with everything in this game, there's no physical 
way there's no components right it is all via text everything you do right. is via text and the way that comes in uh discord is via bot commands right so you would type slash and something and and what's great is at the very least uh discord is good about when you hit a slash it pulls up all of the bots and starts giving you like a laundry list of the things you might be typing and the effectively search function of that is pretty good so if you're trying to think of like okay i'm doing something and i need to exhaust the planet you can type slash exhaust and then the things on the list that will be left is like oh there's the exhaust planet option or whatever right so you don't have to memorize like every single code that exists for this thing but i do still think there's like a, a decently significant learning curve that takes a couple days to get used to like the logic of how some of these bot commands work and and right. having someone explain that to you really well i think is very important i think if you're going to come in and do your first game you need to try to play with one of the people that have a lot of experience with this stuff because anytime you can just be like i don't know how to do this thing but i'm trying to do this you just state your intent and then they right. can explain they to you, you the command. what the command yeah. is and you just do it and then it's easy and then you've learned a little bit and you move forward at this point we are finishing up i believe round four of my game and i feel pretty competent i mean it's been a number of weeks now three or four weeks or whatever and i can hit most commands with ease there's you know random things will come up as it's the same as ti right a random interaction will come up and be like well i've never done this before i don't know what the rule <laughs> what yeah, yeah. rule applies we, to this <laughs> how do we how move does this forward? work in async <laughs> ti yeah, yeah yeah so that still happens but generally and and the people designing this stuff are regularly accessible so you can even hit up the mod designers and be like how do i do this and they're just like oh it's this or if it's not a feature yet oh we'll flag that for development uh this is yeah. a thing that is still being worked on all the time they're trying to come up with new tools and more ways to make things easier it's only going to get better so i think it's a very optimistic time to be looking uh, at this stuff and uh, i mean my game went a lot faster than yours hunter so it definitely games games can go decently fast i mean we are we are probably very close to the end of our game and i don't remember exactly what date we started it but um it, it's been moving i would say at roughly around a week roughly in that speed is what you can kind of assume some things can take a lot of time agenda phases can end up actually slowing things down really bad uh so you have to sort of take all of that with a grain of salt but like an action phase can fit within a week and then like trying to do all the cleanup and agenda phase and strategy phase can take random amounts of time i would say um but I, I think that was my biggest hurdle, honestly, was learning sort of the code speak of it all. Uh, I'm not yeah. like a coder. I some of those things don't come naturally to me. And when they were being introduced to me, uh, a lot of people were like, "Well, it's it's really really intuitive on like what you need to type to get the things that you want." And I didn't always find them that intuitive. I I think for certain people it's incredibly intuitive. But for me, it was always I'm trying to do something and it doesn't quite fit in with what it is i'm supposed to be doing um so it, it has its own language that yeah. is not it's it's and i obviously i didn't make this so i don't i'm sure there's lots of logical reasons for yes. the way the reason it's built this way but the grammar of async ti is not a one-to-one -one with the grammar of regular twilight imperium right so your keywords can get a little bit muddled as yeah. far as like if i'm just thinking of how to do something in ti and i type slash and then like you know, use some of those words I'm used right. to. That it, it might not be that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Exhaust is in there. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of overlap, but, you know, you will find commands that are, you know, a little bit different as yeah. far as the phrasing is concerned. All of that is to say, though, you can get this, like, right. pretty fast. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, we, we are at the top of round three in my game, so we are quite a bit slower than Matt's game. 
Um, but I, I get it. There's, there's, there's nothing about it that is, um, I would say kind of shocking or, or, or difficult, uh, yeah. to pick up. Um, and especially like, again, like Matt said, you can just tell your group what you want to do and they right. will tell you what the command is. So it's yeah. like very easy to get all that figured out way faster than play by forum. Yeah. Regardless of whatever we might say about speed today. Yeah. This is probably a lot faster than the kind of snail mail approach. Right. right. Um, but for me, uh, not to get too quickly into the review type thing, I just want to like make sure that I put as much of my experience into yeah. it as possible. I am in the middle of leadership right now. Like I'm supposed to be doing the secondary of leadership, right? Like we're recording. Yeah. And I have Discord open. And I'm supposed to be doing the secondary of leadership. And I even typed what sort of half what I was going to do. Yeah. But I haven't finished that yet. I type it's 1.07 p.m. <laughs> and I type at 11.02 a.m. I said what I, what planets I was spending and, and for how many tokens. Yeah. I have not allocated those tokens yet. <laughs> I, I think that it, playing TI this way makes me feel like I'm always playing TI, mm -hmm. which was something I already felt. <laughs> so now I'm literally like in the middle of my Twilight Imperium podcast being like, oh, I need to, oh yeah, I forgot. I haven't finished leadership uh -huh. yet. I need to do that. So like, as far as that kind of balance between, you know, my work life, yep. my social life, my... Uh, playing TI4 as a game life, which that's non-existent. Let's let's be real, that doesn't exist. Uh, and then my playing TI4 as a as a job life, it kind of upsets that in a yeah. way that I find difficult to like kind of parse. Um, and the other thing too is that my async time, like most, I can tell most people are not playing async at work, which yeah. is kind of nice, or at least it seems like in my group, not a lot of people are playing at work. Some people I think are able to kind of get it going, but yeah. not everybody. Um, this would be a great, if you have a job where you can just kind of like, you know, where zone you're out. just, yeah, yeah, where you can just kind of zone out. Uh, this is kind of great for that. Um, I sort of have a job like that where yeah. I can maybe play some async TI while I'm working, but I find that in my particular group, I might be a little bit out of sync with yes. everyone as far as, when I can do actions versus when they can yeah. do actions. Well, and that's, is, that yeah. is my very first tip for anyone trying to do this is I would not just hit up the async TI Discord and be like, I'd love to get a game organized. Let's make it happen. I think you need to be much more careful than that for your first game because you will definitely rub yourself the wrong way if you get a group that you're out of sync with. Because for you, and I think people that are like members of our Discord will know this, like there are times where Hunter is just not reachable by phone or like by Discord because he's got good habits, unlike me, uh, where Hunter is like, I'm going out with my girlfriend. The phone's going in the pocket and I'm spending right. time with the people close to me. That mm -hmm. happens to Hunter, whereas I will distract myself with anything at all waking hours of the day. Uh, but for Hunter, if his schedule gets out of sync, that brings the entire game to a standstill, right? Any right. any time you you all aren't kind of on. You would think that the benefit of async is like, well, things just sort of always happen. But the problem is TI, everything is so interactive. You kind of always need everybody's input a little bit on everything yeah. that happens. Especially uh, in Hunter's case, you got a mentac in the game. You literally need 
everybody's input at all moments yeah. all the time <laughs> if a con were in the game it's like the, there's there's those few factions we can all think of where it's like uh you better be ready if you're going to include one of those factions in the game it might be better to just like pick all warmonger factions for your first game uh but especially get people who are in a similar schedule to you the first place to check with this would be like people with similar time zones but even people with similar time zones might not live the same life you live right we, we all like cages is a fine example of a person who lives in europe but is regularly available during american uh -huh. hours uh -huh. right so well cages doesn't sleep that's the whole thing <laughs> right and cages you need to sleep yeah all it's right important actually uh please sleep cages so the the idea though is consult with people find five other players where you all know you're going to be sort of online at the same moments so that then because when, when when my game gets going, we can move really fast. I mean, we have had days yeah. oh, where absolutely. in a single day, we get through like two full rounds of action. By that, I mean like, you know, I'm able to take two full actions and see everyone else take two full actions in a single day. That's pretty fast for play by forum, for play by discord. Uh, but if we're like all sort of paying attention, those things can happen really, really quickly. Uh, but you just need all of you to be be in that similar schedule so i think having that open conversation on the front end to make sure you have that happen is uh is really important um so yeah that's that's tip number one for like maybe try that for ti uh for async ti i i think to accepting like what kind of style you're gonna play like we said hunter is also not looking for ti as an escape of every waking moment of your day you're not you're, you're not trying to just like well I'd, I'd love to stop thinking about this thing and think about ti for a little bit that's not yeah. how hunter's life is organized yeah nah it ain't i i would say that one thing that would fix my like uh, one thing if i could if i was a different type of person it would be better for my game but the the one thing that i've noticed is that because there are like two days out of the week where i will absolutely try not to look at it at all right that I would imagine has been really frustrating for right. people that I play with. Maybe, maybe they're cool with it. I don't know. They haven't expressed any of it to me. And also, I'm in a game with Brassbird, and Brassbird's like the chillest guy in the whole world. <laughs> uh, so, like, I think, I think overall, like, everyone's okay with it. But like, there's like big swaths of time yep. where I am not going to look at that thing. I, and actually, because of this episode coming up, I was trying to be a little more attentive yeah. to it over this last weekend. And while, yes, it was good for the game, it made me not like yeah. async as right. much, which right. is bad. So, like, I, I I, think, I wish that I had been really clear about exactly what my schedule is and exactly yes. what my, like, I will absolutely not be making async decisions right. in these blocks of time. I wish I had said that yeah. and then maybe specifically looked for people with exactly the same kind of like vibe and deal as far as like when they're available because then i think the momentum of my oh, game yeah. would get going right faster instead there's a lot of there's a lot of waiting i i think i've made at most a single action in a day yeah. so what that means is you know we're kind of hard capped at just one go around as far as turns go so you can imagine how many you know how many actions you take in a single round right means that uh-oh this is going to take a long time. And right. also, you know, I had the trade strategy card one time and oh, that's God. a nightmare. Never, never taking that thing in async again. <laughs> that's a million conversations you got to have with people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, I, I can imagine a lot of people that maybe listen to the show that this might be the only way that yes. they can play. And I want to, I want to tell you 
It's beautiful. Well, it, I've seen the promised land for yep. you, and it is fantastic. The land of milk and honey is there. Here, here I am. Let me express my experience with Async mm-hmm. TI because it is that. Get in there. Uh, to preface this, let me explain how I play normal Twilight Imperium. Um, as has been expressed to me by some very kind, uh, thoughtful listeners in the past, uh, based on things I've said on the show and ways I've acted on streams. There are some people out there that have a hunch that Matt Martins might have ADHD. This has not been confirmed yet, and I will not claim to have things I don't know about yet. But boy, do a lot of things make sense the more I learn about ADHD. There's just a lot of stuff in my life that sort of right. clicks into focus. That's, it reminds you of yourself <laughs> when you're reading lot, about it. Yeah, there's a lot of stories that other people tell where I go, that's weird, that's a story from my life that you just expressed. <laughs> um, so a game of Twilight Imperium, for me, happens in a fog. There's a layer of fog over an entire game of Twilight Imperium. And, and the layer of fog is a, a, the difficulty of trying to look up and see what everyone else is doing and becoming hyper-focused on what it is I'm doing and trying to formulate my plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I uh, regularly am upset with myself for being kind of an analysis paralysis player. I get really trapped in thinking sections because I'm trying to like get all of these plans to come to fruition or whatever. So anyways, all that is to say, I kind of play TI already in a bit of a fog, a bit of a haze. I will just regularly forget things I was going to do. Mm-hmm. In async TI... Everyone is forced to play a little bit in a fog. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> beneficial for me that everyone else is kind of on the same level of just like, wait, when did we when did we say we were gonna pop diplomacy? Because yeah. I don't remember who was I saying when was I gonna happen it. when. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All of that stuff is just like, this is already how I feel in every single game of Twilight Imperium. Um, this is also schedule-wise. I mean, this is the Dadlands way to play. I talk about Dadlands a lot on our other show, Old Gamers Almanac. But the Dadlands is where I live, which is like, at any moment, I can get ripped away. Uh, I cut out a thing in this episode where Molly stormed into the room, and I was gone. I just had to disappear for two minutes, and while we were right. recording, I can just be taken away out of the moment at, at any at any given time. Which uh, means it's really hard these days for me to to get times to like play. Uh, uh, in-person or a TTPG game of Twilight Imperium. I'm trying really hard to make that work, but it's, it is a taxing toll on my entire family <laughs> to make that happen, right? If, if I'm going to go play TI, that's 8 to 12 hours that Katie's on her own with Molly, right. and we got to right. sort of adjust for that and account for that and make sure that that's possible. Um, that being said, async TI can kind of happen whenever. And I'm already a person who sort of obsessively checks on the Discord and makes sure nothing crazy is going on. So I'm on my phone a decent amount, probably more than I should be. I'd love to scale that back. But async TI is a thing that kind of becomes part of that habit. And everyone's playing in a fog. It's, it is the dad lands. It's how you play Twilight Imperium mm-hmm. in the dad lands, mm-hmm. in the mom lands, whatever, in the parent lands. Um this is a good thing and a bad thing, right? This is this is a blessing and a curse to what the game requires of you. Um, so for me, I think schedule-wise, it's it's going to be a way for me to keep playing games. Now, there are people on the Async TI where they will tell you, any day now you're going to start two more games and three more games, you're going to be waiting on the next move, so you might as well start another game so you always have like a move to be taking. I absolutely do not want that in my life. Yeah. I will, not, I will yeah. not be doing that. I did start a second game of TI explicitly because 
uh, the next Galactic Council poll is Alliance Mode, and I, I had an idea for the idea that I think Alliance Mode and Async Play actually go hand-in-hand hand very, very well, because Alliance Mode is inherently a 14-point game, which already means it's going to be very long, and Hunter and I did a six-player alliance game on stream one time and we didn't come anywhere close to finishing it <laughs> we were we were now and, yeah. and it was a long it was like nine hours and we were nowhere close to done with that game um i wanted to do an eight-player alliance game and i was like you know what that works with though async async can just take its time and make that uh format work so that's the second game i have going i will not be starting like a third game and and like i said my my first game is very close to wrapping up so i'm i i have somewhat already mentally committed myself to like i'll probably always have one game going at a time because it's just kind of a nice way for me and this show and the homework i need to be doing it's a great way to squeeze something in that i otherwise am finding very difficult time uh for so right. uh, i think it works with that kind of schedule and if any of that sounds familiar to you and your lifestyle I, I do think async could be very good for you. The other thing that factors into all that, though, is some of the stylistic approaches you have to accept about uh, async TI. Um, first thing is a lot of people like to play uh, without whispers. And, and the stories people will tell is, oh, I tried a whispers game and it just was relentless. And you can think about the streams you've seen with Hunter and I where whispers are on and it's like, five minutes goes by and it's just the clacking of keyboards and everybody's just whispering each other and it's like wow this yep. got really fun didn't it oh boy what a joy to oh just watch boy. everyone sit here and talk to each other behind the scenes Yarr. um i can see that getting away from itself in async but i think if you can get a group that is chill enough i think that stuff can work i have found for myself i don't prefer the the no whispers uh solution because it makes so many things not only just hard to negotiate, but also really hard to track down information. I, I have found non-binding deals more or less impossible to follow. Um, whereas if I had whispers, I would have a DM with someone and I could like pin the deals that we've made, right? And then I have something to refer back to very easily. It's not so easy to just like pin stuff into your threads of like oh we got to remember this thing we got to remember that stuff things i mean especially you should just avoid long winding long-winded non-binding deals you should just not do them in async i would argue right. and in general right. i think your attitude should be like listen this is all going to happen and crazy stuff let's not get uh upset about timing windows here because it could be days since leadership popped and then so so and so jumped on they were gone for vacation and um, you actually all moved on without them because you were just trying to get the game moving. But they get on and go, oh, leadership popped three days ago. Can I go ahead and do leadership? Yeah, the answer should be yeah. The answer right. to like all questions in Async TI should always be like, oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. That's no hey, not a big deal. We're all working together here. Async TI is not a place to play, lay it, play it style TI. It, that would be an absolute disaster, I think. Yeah, I think uh, the looseness, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a blessing and a curse depending on how you're looking at it yep um i think like having to wait all day to get one person to weigh in and by the way in my game it's been me yeah <laughs> um, to weigh in on wins and afters after agendas can drive you can drive you a little crazy um yeah. i i i find that you know kind of being jerked into the game in that way to even make a minor decision right is kind of like there's something in my brain that like that, that really doesn't like that yeah um but you know if you're willing to play with uh, a high level of, you know, I'm going to forgive the little timing yeah. stuff because it, that has to be, you know, forgiven and let go of, um, then absolutely. I think that this is, for a lot of people, maybe a perfect way to yeah. play the game. 
Um, and it's wild, like how robust yes. the um, the Discord bot work is. Like, I mean, there's just there's just so many um, so many things they've thought of yep. as far as like how to accomplish this in async, right. how to accomplish well, this. Like, and, it's and very I've, good. I've heard them say that there's ideas for like a non-binding deal bot basically like some way to yeah. actually like if that eventually gets introduced introduced that's like a whole complaint i have out the window right if there's a way to like very cleanly track what binding what non-binding deals have been made like that's going to be amazing there's all kinds of crazy stuff that can be perfectly uh designed around the async experience that i i think you will see develop over time i know right now i believe they're working on like getting a multi bot like fully functional so that you can do full multi drafts within the bot itself not that right. you even really need that because there's multi-draft websites where you can just like do it and then send the, the person setting up your game like the map string or whatever it's we did ours multi-draft and we did it really quickly i mean it was done within a couple days uh that we had the game set up and ready to go but to even have that within uh within the bots themselves is is pretty promising so yeah i mean i think you can hear it here hunter and i had two pretty drastically different experiences and it has nothing to do with any factors outside of what we were bringing to the table and what we yeah. hoped for from it. So all of it is going to come down to a personal experience for you. I absolutely encourage everyone to at least give it a go. And like we said, find a good group, find a comfortable group that is going to meet your benchmarks and is looking for the same things. And then from there, just see how it fits in with your schedule. But I'll also say this based off some of the horror stories I hear people telling, don't break your life over ASA. I mean, unless you want to, whatever, but like, there are people that have gone very hard on a async TI and they're playing like three or four or five games at a time. That sounds grueling to me, but if that's like how you interact with the community and that's how you get into TI, imagine the idea that that's possible. Like it's crazy that you can be playing like four games of TI at once and be making kind of meaningful decisions on them like all day. Like, like how Hunter described, if you, if you have a job where you're just like sitting at your desk anyways and sort of doing like easy little stuff and you have lots of moments where you can very quickly pop in you know it's not like it it's not like async ti takes your undivided attention that's the thing right, right. it's never right. undivided attention it's i need 10 seconds from you every five minutes or whatever right. whatever that metric is it's, it's that kind of attention it's like oh real quick this okay yeah back to what you were doing oh yeah and also real quick this okay back to what you were doing and you're sort of doing that all the time and if that feels like things that already exist in your life then like i think you're gonna really really dig it uh you just have to know that about yourself i guess yeah i'm a bad multitasker right i'll tell you that much i have i have one setting and it's just like focused on this yeah and then focused on this and so if two things ask for my attention at one time right what happens is i'll go i'll look at one and i'll be like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll like start and I'll be like, you know what? No, let's look at the other thing. And now the thing I'm not looking at, it's dead. Yeah. That's gone. <laughs> I will never see that again. Yeah. And the thing I'm looking at exists. The yeah. other thing, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's some <laughs> other thing. And then I look at it and it's like, I'm not saying that it's like a good system. Sure. I'm saying it might it's, be a bad system. No, but it's what but your it, system is. <laughs> yeah. It, it is exactly what my system is. So uh, for me... It's uh, it's pretty. I'm gonna finish the game that I'm in. Yeah. Um. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I'm playing as Nomad in my game. Uh. With oh, I gotta tell you a story. Okay. So so this is this is uh the story from from my experience of of ASIC and this kind of like I think sort of illustrates where I'm at with it. Um. So many times when I'm playing Twilight Imperium, I 
say either the opposite of what I mean or I misspeak. Actually, uh -huh. a lot. Um, I I frequently do this and I am corrected by the other players or whatever. And and the thing is, I just I I go through a very smooth like oh yes i am incorrect it's actually the opposite of that i don't know what i was thinking yeah all the time because the game no matter how long we do this show the game is not all going to fit in my brain so i don't care yeah so i'm constantly forgetting things that i used to know um quite a bit so here's the story i'm playing um async uh it's our first agenda phase seed of an empire comes out one player is at two no support swap two of the other players are at two with support swap so there's three of us left out of seed mm -hmm. um, unless we can do a, a you know a three-way support swap right and they're negotiating it and i'm like and one of my neighbors is mentac and we're negotiating it and i'm like i'm all right with this but and this is what i said but it's not what i meant but it is what i said i said i want to end up with mentac's support yeah what i meant to say was i want mentac to end up with right. my support. That happens all the time with support too. When you're when you're thinking about a one way support, you always forget which direction is the good like I want mm -hmm. I don't want I actually don't want the point from that person because then they have the unending aggression towards me. I want the aggression side of right. the coin. So that's what you flip. You flipped the aggression coin. Right. So um we you know, we do all this negotiation. I misspeak, right? Um we don't even finalize all of it. In fact, I yeah, I think this was happening on a weekend. So I don't even look at this game yep. for a while. Uh, I come back to it. Um, basically, everyone has executed every part of the deal, except for me, obviously, because I haven't been looking at it. And even they're starting to debate, like, oh, is Hunter just going to, like, kind of betray this deal? Which, by the way, would be super messed up. I, you should be, like, <sighs> loose with your... You know, if you make a deal with someone, you should yeah. probably keep it, or you should let everyone wind it back or whatever. But they were talking about it like maybe I'm doing some sort of, like... Yeah sneaky window trashy stuff that no 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 i don't i don't believe is the thing for this type of playing but anyways i look at my, my i i open up you know my async player stats and look at my little player area and i have mentax support for the throne and i'm like why do i have mentax support for the throne that's not that's like the opposite of what i wanted and then i and then i'm like why is, why is this how this happened did, did they mess up and then i scroll up and i see what i've said i see <laughs> What I said like a day ago. And yeah. I'm like, what? Am I going to have all these players wind back all of those yeah, trades no and we're going to start this over? Nope. We're just going to roll yeah. <laughs> with my mistake. So now I'm sitting next to a Mentec player. Yep. I cannot activate them, yeah. which is like, why would I want that? <laughs> why would I want that? It, I, It's driving me insane. So now I'm just going to live with this mistake mm -hmm. forever. Yep. And it's all just because I misspoke and then had a whole day where I didn't even, Forgotten you know, if it. I, if I had stayed, if I had been there for the whole conversation, I bet you I could have picked up yep. on my miss, my misspeaking and yep. then we could have fixed it, but I did not. And it just felt like a lot to ask yeah. to, to go back on well, all that. We had like already resolved the agenda and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly, like I said, I started a new game and uh, it's a, it's an alliance mode and my alliance partner is Rwise, who I picked uh, because I uh, so we were organizing this game and then we were like how do we want to divvy up the things and I, nobody was really caring and it's like well here's what I know I think I want I need a chill partner because I'm a, I'm a freak that that beats himself up over every little mistake and yeah, I need yeah, someone yeah. I need someone in my pocket to be like hey who cares let's just uh let's just go attack their home system yeah. and, and yeah. forget about it and our wise is just like is that person 
Um, I was wrong. <laughs> Rwise is DMing me every single day with like these crazy Machiavelli plans, and like he's trying to get everybody wrapped around his finger. It's perfect. It's beautiful. But what I've realized is in my because I'm also still paying attention more energy to my other async game because it's close to wrapping up. Right, we're just sort of like right. we're, we're we're chasing the finish line, and this one's just starting off. Um, and also I like I went camping this weekend. Like lots of reasons why I wasn't paying attention to this game, but I just have constant messages from Rwise who's like should we do this and rwise is driving the bus basically in the beginning of our alliance game which is the other reason i wanted to do alliance mode because the other issue with all of these async games is like well you got to wait for me to get there but in alliance mode as long as you make it that either player can issue the commands for either of their factions right then like rwise can just do my moves for me if he and i have like agreed on them ahead of time or whatever right so you know, me and Rwise are basically DMing each other all the time now. Uh, them much more than me. <laughs> they're, they're getting way ahead on the, like, ideas. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, sure, cool, let's do that. That sounds cool. That sounds fun. Uh, but the idea that you can make the game go much faster in Alliance context because, really, it's only a four-player game of TI, right? right. And, and you have double people's availability for either of the factions means like the game can kind of move it like a pretty crazy click uh is my is my hope and intent and we'll see when we do the alliance episode i will follow up with you and let you know how that went because my hope is to be a decent chunk of the way through this alliance game by the time that episode comes out next month yeah i'm wondering if it could because it could also have the opposite effect which is now two people need to be consulted on every action right or at least for critical actions right there needs to be a lot of consulting. So I don't know. It'll be interesting it, to it see. It definitely can can lean that way. And I think we've tried to make it clear. Like we, we picked really specific players and we were like, listen, y'all, this is not the most important game you've ever played. Let's play fast. We, what we said is this game should feel more like a community plays TI game where like your partner might make a move for you and it feels like a mistake. But guess what? We're rolling with that punch like that. The, right. The, the, the let it slide nature of community plays ti i think is how you have to think about async ti especially but but even more so in this alliance variant that we're doing with it uh but i i do think that mentality is what is the safest approach for async ti in general is like oh whoops we kind of had some miscommunication there let's just either very easily back it up and fix it or let's just move on and not worry about the right the repercussions right um i want to i want to make sure that we make a little time in this episode to thank um all of the people that that worked on the async uh, Discord, I have like kind of the credits pulled up here, yep. and I just want to read. I I don't even know all of these people, but right. um, but I'm so I'm so glad that this exists and that it's uh as well made as it is. That's what's so beautiful about it is uh all of these faces that have been uh lurking like on the board game geek forums for a long time and like are perfectly well known over there, but never got into the other four you know what i mean like that it's opened up all yeah. of these new people that we get to have access to where it's like oh no no i've been doing this for a decade i've been i've been doing this since ti3 or what you know the, like there's so many names like that in this uh in this community this async community anyways yes I, I let's hear the credits yeah so so i you know this is just something i've pulled from the discord i don't know if this you know i i assume there's maybe even more people that worked on this um but i just want to thank um tertero uh, for being uh, the main developer and uh, administrator of the Discord. Somno, uh, who did graphics um, and provided images, unit placement stuff, and is also an admin. Uh, Holy Teaspoon, which was the, as far as I know, the first person that let us know that this even existed. Right. I I had no idea uh, anything about any of this. Yep. Uh, then Holy Teaspoon started talking about it on our Discord. 
Um, Holy Teaspoon was the uh, main tester, uh, runs channels and manages roles. Does a like a lot of administrative stuff for the Discord. Um, thank you to Zendog who did the unit models. Right. I always feel like Zendog gets Zendog is always getting involved on that uh, that kind of art level. Yeah. Of any, it's not a real TI project Until unless <laughs> Zendog is doing some like model art yeah. for you. Basically, that's like every every TI project always has that Zendog credit, which uh -huh. I always appreciate. Um, up down banana who did uh, coding for the exploration, which I would imagine uh, was hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shavnir, who did minor improvements and helped uh, with the auto deploy to server, and then Hadouken, who I'm actually playing with in my game, uh, I, who I've never played with before or anything, uh, having a great time with Hadouken's my other neighbor uh, besides the Mentech neighbor. Um, so yeah, having a great time. Uh, Hadouken uh, did small small fixes and is the main helper uh, for the auto deploy to server. I don't even know exactly yeah. what that means. Code I assume stuff. it has something to do with how it works. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, thank you to all of you uh, for your brilliant work yeah. on this excellent way to play Twilight Imperium. Regardless of however I might feel about how it works in my own life, right? Uh, it's super impressive. It and I, you know what? If if you're like completely on the fence about this, I would just urge you to check it out. Yeah. Like if you think that you might not even like it, so what? It's you know I know that in these types of games. They do. They do sometimes die. I, yeah. I think we don't like to admit that, but I think sometimes in async games, one of the things is that they might die. Yeah. If you started a game because you were like, "Listen, I'm really just trying to check out the bot. I don't know if this is for me. Right. Is, any, is anybody willing to just try a game for me, and we'll ditch it if like it's just not working out?" Yep. I think people will be game for that because they're like, "Listen, like sometimes the game gets ditched anyways. Yeah. yeah. So like, let's just do it." Well, and realistically, what they're going to do is if you if you bounce, they'll be like, "All right, we're just going to replace you. We will finish yeah. this game without <laughs> yeah, yeah. you." They will very yeah, easily go. tap someone else in. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I think everyone should at least check it out. At least go over on the Discord and see what everything looks like and and how things are run. Uh, you can once you get over onto their Discord, there is a channel of just a ton of how to play, and there's videos and instructions and lo lots of things to make the onboarding a lot easier. So uh, don't just hop on the Discord and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. There are many, many resources and many, many people there to help you along the way. So yeah, you, you definitely got to check it out uh, at least once just to see how crazy the whole thing looks. Okay, well, there it is. Uh, I I'll reiterate it here. Uh, tournament season is upon us. Uh, please become a member of the Patreon this month or next month for your invite for Tournament 5. Uh, invites coming in December, tournament starting in January. While we're here talking about Patreon, I gotta thank my weird bears. Big Al Cappuccino, Squeamish Emu, Brasper, Brian, Kalu, and Goondock, Carnal, Necrodice Twice, Totally Calculating Poet, Kindred Spirit, Lord Raddington, Bagels, M. Lashevsky, Sunfax, Absol, Privix, Ricky, M44, Rwise, and Wecker, and Mama's lovely larva. My son is also named Bortner, Zerg, Baldrick, Tautology is what it is, Frank G, Rekka, Jadim Jedi, General Pith, Uncle Batty, Savant, and Teddy's Jam for you. Uh, Homebrewers Guild, uh, I am going to have a two-ish week hiatus because I am going out of town. I'm going on a trip, uh, uh, the first trip in a very, 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 very long time, as mm -hmm. many of us uh, know that feeling recently. I've got my trip to London. Also, hey, shout out to all the listeners 
from England that have been helping me plan this trip for like four months. Uh, literally, y'all's advice has made any of it possible. So just huge shout out to to all of those people. You know who you are. I've, I've talked to many of you many times, but I'm going to be gone for a bit. But when I get back, I want to dive into another homebrew game. General Pith, uh, Mama's Lovely Larva, I just mentioned, has uh, an agenda phase 2.0. So we just played with Absol's agendas, which is just like a new set of agendas and a new set of political secrets. Uh, General Pith has like an even further step than that. That's an update to the agenda phase. And I want to play that. I want to see how that uh changes the game without changing any other components right i do think absol's game o awakened me to the idea that like actually if we really just mess with the agenda phase that could be like a lot of the solutions i'm personally looking for in little minor updates to twilight imperium so i want to play general pits on october 22nd time pending if you want to play and you're in the homebrewers guild hit me up and say i'd love to play saturday october 22nd i expect many more people will be available because it's a saturday as opposed to my normal horribly timed like wednesday games that nobody ever can make it to uh i'm gonna play on a weekend for once so october 22nd come look for homebrewers guild game yeah okay so that was our galactic council episode four um, actually, it was technically our September episode. We had to delay it a little bit so we could play a little more async. Although, hilariously, neither me Still nor not Matt done. did finish our game. <laughs> eh, eh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We 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 got it. Um, so now we already have the Galactic Council episode for October chosen, which will of course be TI4 Alliance mode. But I owe you a poll for your November Galactic Council episode, and we have four hot. <laughs> hot hot choices here um the first choice is actually our way of kind of circling back around to a subject that kind of came up uh as an idea and then we haven't talked about it in a while but we never actually participated in it yeah it was more like just an idea that came up naturally in conversation twilight imperium speed running is your first <laughs> option where we will do some twilight imperium speed runs and also make another attempt to get Twilight Imperium listed on speedrunning.com. We will fail, of course, because yeah. the first time they failed, but we'll be louder about it and complain on a podcast. So uh -huh. that, you know, who knows? Yep. Who knows who listens to this show? I don't know. Um, the second option is that we homebrew and playtest a faction. So we've talked about doing another improvised homebrew faction. We decided not to do that this time because we want to do some prep work. This would be me and Matt homebrew a faction as a pre-production yep. you don't even you don't hear us come up with the ideas live like last time and we play it yep. um and then talk about the faction and you know possibly officially release it i don't know right. it just depends um i'm sure we can sure we can find a way to make it available to you right um third option is i've been playing a lot of clash of cultures lately uh matt has played some in the past yep. my roommate Shelton really likes Clash of Cultures. Maybe we just talk about Clash of Cultures. That's an option. <laughs> that's okay. for us. Maybe that's Hunter and that. I. That's, that's, that's Hunter and I's choice. Listen, <laughs> listen, you're not going to pick that one, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's a bunch of Clash of Cultures fans. I don't know. Yeah. I've, we've never talked about it before. Um, and the fourth option is that we pick up, we're going to give it one more shot, okay? <laughs> Just one more shot. This is the last time. This is I. This is the last time this is going to be on a uh -huh, poll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely the last time. Yep. Two words. Spirit Island. You have. This is your last <laughs> shot. Okay. If you Spirit Island people cannot get the numbers to make Spirit Island happen, 
then that's it. We don't need to talk yeah. about it anymore, yeah. okay? I think we Maybe. gave you the best situation we've ever given you because there's no obvious Twilight Imperium pick. I don't know who cares I, about speedrunning. I don't know who cares about Hunter and I doing a homebrew. Those are some softballs, Spirit Island. So if you can't make this one work, I don't know what to tell you. You gotta I don't know hope, what to tell you. You got to hope for this season two idea. This is not season two, but bonus season, you know, our, our Patreon goal. Maybe that's the game that gets picked for that. That'll Maybe. Be, but, but for now, if you want us to even learn it, uh, I know Absol's going to lead the charge on forming a coalition for this one. So he here it is. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, so there you go. There are your four options. Choose, you know, any of those that work for you. You get one vote, one choice, and then you will hear that episode in November. In November. Uh, I, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, if you liked this show, please maybe consider giving a five star, a whole five stars. Pluck them out of the sky and mail them to me. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show. And uh, it kind of helps algorithm stuff. I don't know how computers work. You know, you, you probably neither. know better I than I do. But just like, I don't know, do that. Throw me a bone. Five stars, each star for each of the finals winners yes. of the various Twilight Imperium yes. tournaments. The first star is, of course, for Nine of Spades. Yep. Second star, Duke Lukem. Third star, Teddy's Jam for you. Fourth star, Jono. And fifth star, me. <laughs> and that's what you you can say that. <laughs> and the deaf and the deft piper. <laughs> and the deaf piper, but that that okay. All right, fine. Fifth star the will be Piper. The not. auxiliary star, the invitational no, all right, star. You know what? Because my star, because I have yet to win. Yes. Okay. How about this? Five stars for the actual winner, plus one bonus invisible star uh, yeah. for the winner of term tournament five, which is going to be me. It's I'm like, going to win the invitational like as well. And I'm on not a even invited. Cake. <laughs> one to grow <laughs> on. Hey, you can also find our website, spacecatspeaceturtles.com, for information about how to sign up for our Patreon. That is uh, now quite important to maybe some of you out there. Our Twitter, our Discord, our merch, all of that stuff. And you can send this Imperium Life or Play of the Week stories to spacecatspeaceturtles at gmail.com. And Hunter, I've got a good one for you today. It is from our mama's lovely larva, uh, Baldrick. And uh, I'm excited to read this one to you, Hunter. Here it, here it is. Here, cool. here, here, here's a story from Baldrick. Thank you, Baldrick. <clears throat> I'm playing Nasroka, and I finish round four on nine points. I have an action phase secret in hand. Demonstrate your power. I have the speaker token and a dozen ships on the board with several easy targets to aim at. Unless something very silly happens, I will win on the first action of round five. The, the first agenda passes quietly. The second agenda is Ixthean Artifact. Isarl, immediately to my left, plays a politics writer on four and an imperial writer on against. I sabotage the imperial writer just to be safe from an agenda phase win, sneaking it out from under me. The vote comes to me as speaker, and I have enough influence to tip it either way. Vote against, and we, protect, or we proceed to the strategy phase. I take leadership, score my objective, win the game. I vote four... And we get to roll for the Ixthian artifact. <laughs> I mean, what could be better? I'll be sixth in pick order, but that almost surely won't make a difference. I have so many ships that the, this will be easy regardless. And anyway, it's Ixthian. I vote four. The Ixthian roll comes up for tech and we all rejoice. I'm now sixth pick, and Asarl knows my secret and tells the table. But I don't mind. It's not like they can stop me. Sar moves their lone fighter two away. No problem. Plenty of other targets. My turn comes up, and I activate Asarl. It's three dreadnoughts, but I can have five cruiser twos with several mechs, a fighter, 
and some Destroyer 2s. No problem, right? But wait, Titans is in the game, and they can use their agent to cancel a hit, and Asarl can copy the agent to cancel another hit. Asarl also has Mageon reflective shielding from me. But it's fine, I tell myself. Sure, I, I messed up a, a bit here, but as long as the round one roll isn't disastrous, it should be okay. We roll the dice, and all three Asarl Dreads score hits, while I manage two hits from my 12 dice. Oops. Oh my god. The battle ends quickly, and I survey the wreckage. I had the game as close to locked as you can possibly get it, and I threw it all away. As I lament my stupidity, waiting for someone else to end the game, my friend points out, Hey, at least you can now tell everyone that you were willing to vote for Ixthian, even if it literally cost you the game. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I just gotta say, I feel a little bit called out by this story, because... If you watched my Twilight Imperium Global League game from Sunday, you'll see that I was not in an exactly similar situation. Um, I, w I didn't have the game near as locked up as this person did, but I still voted against on Ixthian because an Isarl put Politics Rider on four. Oh, that's nasty. And I, yeah, um, but I don't care. I believe... <laughs> That when you're playing Twilight Imperium, <laughs> everything you've said before that specific timing window can be thrown out. That's what the politics part means. <laughs> That's what politics is. Is listen, uh -huh. I say things, I have values. Yep. Those are all going in the trash can if I need them exactly. to. You know what I mean? Diplomacy can, is just passive aggressive lying. That's it's it. really it's slower fast line. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what the whole game is. It's either the little fast lies or the big slow lies. <laughs> all right. So the whole the whole never vote against on Ixian. That's just been a slow lie for me. <laughs> and, and the other thing too is at, like I was getting a, a lot of people. I'm okay. sure I didn't even look because I wasn't allowed to see this the stream chat. But I bet you a lot of people were saying some hateful <laughs> stuff about me for doing that. Uh -huh. But let me tell you this. Why isn't it on a sorrow for putting politics rider yep, on four? Exactly. You're not supposed to play any riders nope, on illegal. four yep. or Ixthian. Yep. I've said that over and over, yep. and I stand by that. Yep. No riders on four. Yep. So if you put if you break a rule, I break a rule. The next time okay. you're in a game and you see someone play a rider on four on Ixthian Artifact, you have to yell, that's illegal! Yeah, that, that's illegal. You're going to Twilight Imperium jail right now, bub. Right right yeah um yeah wow i had i had my twilight imperium global global league uh game was uh heartbreaking <laughs> it's like 12 hours too man yeah it was over 12 hours so technically i count that as a loss even if i had one which uh -huh. i didn't yeah. so it's a double loss yeah. um it was a loss where if you play if if you get over 10 hours in my book there's no winner there yeah. isn't that, that everyone you lost. all failed the, the one person lost a little less okay <laughs> but we're all losers now um i say uh but yeah it was a long game i played as a con probably wasn't that smart to play as a con honestly mm. um it was a it was a win from a head situation yep. where i was not i did not account for all the things they were going to do for me yeah. or to me yeah. not for me but yeah. to me um, I almost did. It was close, but it's really funny that we're our our next week's episode is going to be win from ahead, and I just got done with an experience where I failed to win from ahead. <laughs> so let me tell you, that's how this show works. 
is we just fail at yep. the things we tell you to do, but yep. then we tell you to do them anyways. <laughs> fail your way to the top, baby. The Space Cats Peace Turtles way. Here's how to do this. I've never done it right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. Yeah, creatively, it would be awesome to do more stuff. Um, so I would, I would definitely say, I mean, I kind of intend to stream a. Oh wow! Boo. Well, Hi. looks like looks like Molly is excited about Tournament Five. Hello, she's just marching right in here. <laughs> so right now, Molly has just walked into the room, and she's just she's just very excited about Daddy's recording time. Um, and here's the thing: that's that's why we can't stream every game of of the prelims. You can't deprive Molly of Daddy time. For half a year. I'm just on this show by myself right now. I know this is getting cut, or I hope it is. I don't know if it is.